You want to get high, man? Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's November. Had a little hiatus. I was out of our way. I was gone. I, was, I wasn't gone. I was here. I was just kind of going through some stuff. Nothing bad. Nothing like depression or suicide. <laughs> I don't know why I went there. Not on the lam for accidentally killing somebody with my car. In the middle of the night when I was drunk and it was, you know, nobody was looking. Downtown LA and a homeless person was crossing the street and then I ran him over. But then luckily nobody, I mean, not luckily, I mean, it's just allegedly nobody was there and then I sped away. That didn't happen. That's not what happened. Um, it's kind of, it's not worth talking about. I actually can't talk about it. It's sort of a NDA type thing. It has nothing to do with me. But anyways, I'm just waiting on some big news. Could affect uh, me and mine, my family, not my uh, dad or actual family. Just I'm just talking about me and my soon wife to be, um, uh, Rami. She there's big news. No, there's no big news yet. That's the problem. We're waiting to see if there's big news. So no big news yet. But possibly there will be, but we thought there was. And so I, I just, uh, it was hard for me to not talk about it. And that's why I didn't podcast. I didn't really do stand up either because I didn't want to spill the beans. But now there are no beans to spill at the moment. Uh, the What we thought was going to happen passed, but then things are still up in the air. See, all of this is fucking stupid. I'm sorry for wasting your time. Thank God I'm less than two minutes in and I'm going to stop this and move on. So, anyways, I took a little break, okay? Took a little break. Sue me. What are you gonna do? This is free. Two people listen to this. I know, I I don't want to. I I uh, two people listen to this, and I appreciate you two so much. It's very possible that one person has two accounts. Which, really, that's more effort than I ever even expect. I mean, I just expect one person to have one account, download stuff. But if you create like two uh libsyn or stitchers or fucking you know apple ids or whatever you know it'll create multiple accounts start downloading things multiply start juking the numbers maybe i can hire some ukrainian internet firm you know that's got like a hundred phones on a wall and then they all fucking click and get on my they download my podcast and the numbers jump baby the numbers baby that's what it's all about if i can boost my numbers up Maybe I can get some advertising. It'd be like, look, I'm huge in the Ukraine. Uh, at least 10,000 people listen in the Ukraine. They'd be like, okay, well, we got a Ukrainian advertiser. Here we go. Selling stuff. Ukraine. <clears throat> Who's Are they the enemy now? Who's the enemy now? We uh, remember, There's this whole impeachment. They're impeaching Trump. Okay, they're going to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to pass the Senate. Well, but it's still a thing to do. Yeah. And will this win the election for the Democrats? Will the people finally say, hey, look, the Democrats, they uh, followed through. They came through. They uh, set forward impeachment articles in the House that never got passed in the Senate. And Trump won again. He's uh, he's he's in office in 2020, guys. I just that's just the way it's probably going to be, judging from how. Things are going right now. Oh, my God. This pop filter. I'm sorry. If you hear this futzing, the pop filter. I don't know. Why do I have a pop filter? Okay. The pop. It's for the plosives. 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 See? You don't want me up. You want me all up in your mic with these plosives, son. You don't want me all up in there with my peas. You know what I'm saying? I blast your ear. Bees. Peas. 
explosives blast your eardrums out. You don't want that. You want this nice, nice little distance, little distance I'm getting from the microphone. <laughs> okay, it's been a while, all right? And I'm obviously just fucking, okay, I'm removing the pop filter. I will do my best to not blow my plosives right into the goddamn microphone, okay? I'll do that. Um, I should point the microphone at my mouth. Here we go. And we're back. Welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. Just a couple technical difficulties. It's me, uh, Rojan Kim. I'm here today, November. We're here. We made it. Month 11. One year from today, the election will come. And I just... I just wanted to hurry up and just, I just want to get it over with, Let's get it over with, give him a second term. He can be a lame duck. Uh, he's not going to do anything. No wall, no nothing. Obstruction and fucking Mary. We're on this merry-go-round, merry-go-round until we die. That's, uh, or we don't. Perhaps we'll get the life extension technology we need. Maybe the rich in their most benevolent and kindest of hearts decide that us, the hoi polloi, also deserve nanotech life extension and we could uh, be in debt for that uh, for like 10,000 years 10,000 years of servitude to pay off our life extension but after 10,000 years man you could finally get that you know that little fucking restaurant you wanted to start that little bar and chicken wing place that you've always been dreaming about you know you want to open it up and have the boys come in give them a shot on the house you know every day because you just you could you don't make money doing that but you know what you're a good guy you're a good guy and you're from the you're from the neighborhood you know what i mean you're from the neighborhood and those guys are in the neighborhood now you're back in the neighborhood and you have a little bar and now everybody can hang on the bar you know after ten thousand years of serving the ultra rich by i don't know mining molybdenum or something. I don't know what it is. They put a, <laughs> They don't need us to mine stuff, right? That's that's robot stuff. What do they need humans for? You know what they need them for to serve other humans. So we'd probably be like, you know, uh, customer service reps, masseuses. I don't know, bud tenders. You know, things like that. like just uh, we're there um, to serve. You know, we are at the service of the rich and powerful as. We should be, as it's always been since the time of feudalism. Since t- before that, when it was just warlords and slavery, right? You just go and defeat another tribe and just grab people and then force them to do stuff. And that's just, uh, you know, where we're going. It's just a big circle. We're headed back, back to the way we came. Why not, right? We don't need all this liberal democracies, freedom, everybody having equal rights, human rights, and all that bullshit. We don't need that. It's the haves and have-nots, right? Plus, the haves have life extension technology and they can offer that to you. Ah, it's kind of a no-brainer. A lot of people are going to take that, I think. I mean, some will. What do you want? 10,000 years of servitude, 10 years of freedom. What would you rather have? Huh? It's, it's a tough question. It's a tough question. Both are long. I mean, 10 years is a long time. 10,000 years is an even longer time. But I don't know. Do you think you could do 10,000 years? Like, this, like you know, just like jail? I could do that. I could do that standing up. I could do that on my head. 10,000 years of servitude, and then I'm free to get my chicken wing joint, chicken and beer. That's what I'm going for. Will there be an earth 10,000 years from now? Ah, probably. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, do you know? We don't really. Like, the scientists say that, you know, the climate change is going to destroy us with 99%, 97, 98, 99. It's not 100. It's not certainty. 
it's not even 100% certain that you're going to wake up tomorrow. I'm sorry to break it to you. I mean, it's probably likely. It's more likely, but it's not 100%. You could die in your sleep. You could die on the way home. I could die. I'd, all of us could be dead tomorrow. I mean, that, <laughs> that's possible. And if all of us are dead, I mean, is it really a tragedy? You know what I'm saying? Like, like say there was some kind of weird galactic flare, some kind of weird, you know, just not nothing, not like a spaceship shooting Nothing on purpose, just a random occurrence in the universe of just crazy radioactive, just flare just coming out of a black hole or something, and it hits the earth and just wipes every everything out. All earth, ster- earth life sterilized, gone. There'd be nowhere on that. I mean, what would be the tragedy? Where, who, unless there was somebody observing that, being like, oh my God, that whole planet of life, they were sentient. Humanoids, they were just about to hit space travel. I mean, they might have. We don't know. They were kind of fucking themselves up with the carbon emissions. And, you know, the most most civilizations go through this, right? They come up with fucking weapons, really cool weapons, and then they'll kill themselves or not. If they don't kill themselves, maybe they could get to space travel. Unfortunately, unfortunately, these guys never stood a chance because a giant bolt of radiation was hurling toward them from 30 million light years away. It happened 30 million years ago, and they had no idea they were in the trajectory of it. Maybe if they got their space program up, you know, they could have maybe mitigated some of the damage, but it's very unlikely, very tragic. And that's the report that whatever alien, I don't know, journalist reports back to his, and back to you, Afnar, and then, thank you for the, and today's, in other news today, blah, blah, you know, there'd be some kind of weird alien news. All right. That's that's good. I just babbled about some nonsensical stuff there. Um, news, though. Speaking of news, I, I wish I could see alien news. I wonder if it'd be any better than our news. I feel like if they watched our news, they'd be like, this is, this is the best comedy I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, they probably think it's hilarious. The news is gone. She's gone from suck to blow, guys. <laughs> the news, yeah, it really sucked back in the day. Remember WMDs? WMDs, what, uh, they all just, yeah, and then the war happened, and Brian Williams is like, yeah, I was totally in a chopper, man, being shot at, blah, yeah, and then it turned out he wasn't, and you're like, the fucking, I mean, he was in a chopper formation, he just wasn't in the front one, there's no reason to lie, right? Why lie, though? Well, you mean a guy part of the industry that helped lie us into war lied about being in the war as well, even though he wasn't? It was like an unre, it was like a, uh, the media didn't even have to lie to get us into war. We were all willing to go. You know what I mean? We were all willing to go. Um, but the fact is that they they said that this is the reason we're going. And we're like, okay, WMDs. And then they're like, nah, it's not, it's not WMDs. We were, and then you got to be like, wait, were you just fucking with us? Or were you dumb? Were you stupid? Is it incompetence or manipulation? Did they know? Or did they not know? Either one is kind of shitty. And if it's both, then it's even more shit. It's some, then it's some kind of secretive shadow government going on. It's like obfuscation. We don't know what's going on. Nothing's real. Nothing's true. Listen, the government told us through the media that Saddam Hussein had WMDs, and that is a pretense for invading Iraq in 2003, after 9-11. The connection was that al-Qaeda was supplying uh, weapons of mass destruction to Saddam, and Saddam was giving aid to Al-Qaeda. When we went in, it turned out it was nothing, it was actually the opposite. Saddam was fighting Al-Qaeda the whole time, and then when we fucked up Saddam, we killed him, killed him when the people found him in a hole and then hanged him, um, and he went all fucking Allahu Akbar on us, 
there, guess who came in? Guess Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda in Iraq started coming in because of the war. And then those dudes fucking morphed into ISIS. Yay. And then ISIS started fighting Al-Qaeda. It's a big old mess. Big old mess. We did it. We, America, our taxpayer money, our tax dollars helped destroy an entire mm, country. Like a whole, I mean, region. Regions of countries. We did that. I mean, the French and the English had a good hand in it. They kind of kind of started the the fire per se but we threw gas on it we were just like how about that huh what if we just fucking create more terror cells like ah we want to fight al-qaeda but we want a better one we want uh, al-qaeda doesn't have believe in an actual caliphate you know they're like a global thingamajig isis now they want land and territory that's that's someone we can really work with right they got the isis or work against of course Timber Sycamore. I'll mention it again. Timber Sycamore. Timber Sycamore. Listen, under the Obama administration, we armed the so-called rebels that were fighting against Assad. Some of those rebels happened to be Al-Qaeda. Um, not, okay, so there's a lot of, if you look up the news, it'll be like, on PolitiFact or whatever, it's like, is it true that Obama armed ISIS directly? And they'll be like, no, it's not totally true. But here is what is true, is that the weapons that they gave to the rebels, there are many different factions, and some of those factions had connections to Al-Qaeda, and some of these weapons end up in Al-Qaeda's hands, so we are maybe by proxy arming the enemies. I mean, now, remember, there was Fast and Furious where the plan was to sell a bunch of weapons to the cartel, you know, the Mexican cartel, the ones that just murdered that Mormon family just now. Nine people murdered in Mexico. Um, white people. <laughs> They've been beheading motherfuckers before ISIS and leaving their heads on fucking poles all around town, killing entire police forces. Um, but now that this sweet, sweet, innocent, pure as the driven snow, white Mormon family was killed in Mexico. We we just we gotta drop everything. I mean, Romney's must Romney must be fucking fucked up. Trump's probably calling Romney, being like, "Sorry, I heard what happened. That was a terrible. I don't know. That's not my Trump. It's a ve- I I don't want to do a Trump. I don't want to do a Trump. I don't want to do Trump. I don't want to do Obama. You're fired up. I don't want to do that. I want to do that. Okay, I don't want." Build the wall. I don't want to do that. I'm not doing it. Fucking overdone. No more. Fucking. It's the best. Do it. Fire it up. Nope. Okay. Nope. Here we go. Drink the water. Nope. Ah, okay. Listen. What's up with the news, man? The news doesn't seem to be there for us anymore. What happened? Like, so this new thing came out about Jeffrey Epstein, right? Well, there's two things going on right now. There's like, okay, so there's sort of this sort of above board thing. Ronan Farrow is, you know, coming out with a tell all book exposing how NBC people, you know, they quashed the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. Quashed it. Quashed, right? The other thing is that apparently Universal, NBC Universal, of course, together, has some kind of relationship relation I'm a little mush mouth today, sorry. Um they have a relationship with China. So it is part of uh, the NBC Universal thing to be cool with China. Now, this is all, I don't really know this for sure, but it it all kind of makes sense, right? Like just this idea that media and power are intertwined, right? And the media will do things in the interest of power or say not report on things on the interest of power. So Ronan Farrow 
was coming out this book about Weinstein and how NBC executives knew about it and they just squashed it, you know, quashed it because he's, you know, a powerful guy. And a lot of Hillary Clinton, you know, all that friends, Democrats, they're all friends, media folks, mogul. He's a mogul and he's a friend and he's a money, money guy, gives a lot of money to the Democrats and so on and so forth. Next, you got this thing coming out from uh, James O'Keefe's Project Veritas, which um, was, you know, they made a lot of enemies going after the Obama people. They went after Acorn, shut that down, you know, did the whole Planned Parenthood thing. They did all these little things, these sort of like gotcha, kind of like private investigative things. And then the mainstream media is like, oh, they're fucking right wing racists and they manipulate everything. They manipulate things with selective editing. It's like, oh, yeah, selective editing. You mean like you guys kind of do? Like you guys do and you admit certain things or uh, let's say, you know, don't investigate WMDs or even here. Listen, there's a whole thing that happened with um, Charlottesville, right, where Trump said there were good people on both sides. And the, this, the way this was reported was that he said there were good people on both sides, meaning the white supremacists and the uh, people who were fighting white supremacists. He was saying there are good white supremacists and there's a good non-white supremacist. I mean, that's what it made it sound like like he was saying there are some good racists out there but if you look at the full text of his speech he's a- he actually in that sentence denounces white supremacy and he's just talking about the statues right the confederate statues and then you could say well that's just fucking splitting hairs you know people who are defending the statues are racist too they're standing shoulder to shoulder with the kkk and the neo-nazis yeah yeah okay yeah yeah but at this point now you're admitting that we're fudging we're fudging the truth you're admitting that it's not exactly what he said but even if you look at what he said, well, what's the difference? Uh, well, what the, well, there is a difference. That's why it was reported that way. See, you just, I mean, you just, just Google it, look it up, and you can see how it was. Um, you just take the words, take them a little bit out of context, and then you can say, you can kind of run with it. It's just, this is like the same thing with the whole Mexicans are rapists thing. You know, Trump widely is considered calling Mexicans murders and rapists, murderers and rapists. But if you look at the full text of his speech, he's not actually saying that particular thing. He's saying they're not sending us their best. He's, that's what he's saying. He's saying the, the people coming. Of course, but yes, this has been said before, but of course the, the more retarded thing is that people, he thinks that people are being sent here. They're not being sent here. But anyways, listen, those comments are taken out of context too. It made him look incredibly more racist. And guess who was part of that? The media media they haven't apologized for it they haven't done anything for it okay so mischaracterize him in a way not to say that the guy isn't racist see that's the whole thing with trump it's like there's plenty you could just let him hang himself with his own rope but the fucking media is like cutting and pasting together their own rope so that when people look at it they're like ah oh, this rope's bullshit right and then it comes down to you don't even look at what the guy's doing anymore because you don't even trust the people reporting on him and then it makes the fucking guy it makes Trump look sane. It makes him look sane. It makes him look like he's saying that the press is lying, that they're the enemy of the people, that they're fake news. He's saying all that, and then the news is just proving him right over and over. Over and over. You could say, Russiagate. Listen, I know you guys are probably, some of you are doubling down on this whole Russiagate thing. You're like, oh, I hope it happens. I want him out of there. Russiagate, nothing's going to happen with Russiagate. But you know why? Because now we got Ukraine Gate, which is Russiagate 2, because they're like, Americans are so dumb, they don't even know the difference. They don't know the difference that between Russia and Ukraine. They don't even know that Russia and Ukraine are enemies. They're actually enemies, and that we, meaning Trump, armed you, the Ukrainians against the Russians. Why would we do that if Trump was a Russian puppet, right? They're like, and they're like, maybe there's a greater game of risk being... Okay, at this point, you're just kind of spinning 
this lie out of control. It's a lie. Ukraine gate thing, it's not going to amount to anything. They got nothing. I'm telling you, they got nothing. This is political election shit, but this is what's going to get them the fucking election. You're going to let them win. You happy now? I don't fucking want him to win again. I never even wanted him to be president. But I really didn't want Hillary to be president either, to be honest. So I, I don't know. I, I couldn't vote for president, honestly. I just couldn't vote. And I don't know if I will this time either. just can't bring myself to do it. It's like, I don't know, which shit sandwich should I eat? The one that looks really delicious or the one that's obviously a piece of shit? <laughs> it's like, why do I have to eat him? Why do I have to eat him? Why do I have to? Why I can I abstain? I'm like, no, you you better vote. You, you know, people make you feel guilty for not voting. You're the reason why you got elected. You no, you are. Okay, you are. You're the reason you got elected. Because people see how you act. People see how you're behaving. You're fucking holier than thou. Okay, of course I'm on the side of good. You know, like fucking looking down on people when you're just as guilty as the motherfuckers who did the WMDs. You're just as guilty as the people who sent. You know, all the troops to Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, Pakistan, Somalia, Yemen. I mean, on and on. It's like seven countries now we got troops in. Fucking, we got drones, strike. We got air power in seven, seven, eight countries now. Okay? We're in a forever war. Who Who's supposed to stop that from happening? The people? The press? Anybody? Ah, well, I don't know. All right. So, you know, you're saying, you know, you're the reason why Trump's in office because you didn't vote. All right? And I don't know if everybody didn't vote, maybe something good could come out of it. I mean, like, why? Why is it any better to just go in with the side that is smiling, is, is pretending to be woke, is pretending to be, you know, the good guys? There's one side, you know, like the Democrats pretending that they're, they're the good guys is the most hilarious thing because um, it was under the Democrats we expanded domestic surveillance and we put more whistleblowers in jail. I'm talking about under Obama. We put more whistleblowers in jail than any other president in history. We actually executed an American citizen on foreign soil without trial or due process and his kid, two American citizens, right? That doesn't really matter. We have a city failing Flint, failing other cities, sure, failing. No water at all. That was under Democratic presidency. Nothing happened there. Yeah. I would go so far as to say the Democratic presidency helped bring on this Republican presidency because they didn't build a coalition. They didn't build anything lasting. They didn't give anything to the people for them to say, yeah, we like these guys. Instead, because there was nothing given to the people, and by the people, I do mean like, you know, poor people, white people. Black people, all the people that are poor, that are dying, suicide, you know, the, the the poverty of despair, diseases of despair, things like drug addiction, suicide, the opioid crisis, all this stuff that's going on. It's uh, you don't think that that's because of the lack of uh, economic growth, the lack of any care given to these people, the promises that were given to the working class in this country over and over by both sides. Of course, by the end of the eight years of every president. Those groups realize that, dude, these guys are bullshitting. So let's just vote for the other side. I mean, see, that's where the real flaw comes in, where you're like, oh, I guess the other guys will do something. There's only two guys, two teams. There's only two teams. And every team 
is promising us stuff. And then by the end of the eight years, they're like, ah, we're bullshitting you. And so then we're like, okay, we'll get the other guys in. And then by doing that, the side that lost power is like, ah, this is Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> like, this is everybody. Obama was Hitler, remember? Bush was Hitler. Everybody's Hitler, right? Because that's how politicized everything gets. Oh, Hitler, Hitler, until the next side comes in. And then, you know, and then on and on. It's a fucking circus. Meanwhile, Jeffrey Epstein. Was he murdered? Was he suicided? Did he commit suicide? What happened there? There's this thing going on. Project Veritas. I totally went off the rails about, okay, news. Look, the whole Project Veritas thing, we got an ABC reporter, a news anchor, talking about how she had all the shit on Epstein three years ago. She had the fucking witness. She had everything. She was going to break the story, but then they told her to squash it because the Prince Andrew stuff. Because um, also the Alan Dershowitz stuff, the you know just sort of really powerful people, the palace, access to the palace, Will and Kate, the wedding, we won't, they won't let us in the wedding if you report on Prince Andrew and being on Epstein's plane. You can't be that. Gillane, Gillane. Apparently, you don't pronounce the S. Did you know that? Just not just Lane, it's Gillane. Thank you, Amy Robuchar, whatever the I can't fuck. I I got you know what? Let me do. I'll I'm gonna do. Better than the fucking, uh, I'm going to do better than the journalist. I'm going to find the actual source. Here. There you go. Here we go. Uh, oh, God damn it. Can you please? Okay, Amy Robach. Amy Robach, ABC News anchor. Soon to be fired or murdered or suicided. ABC News anchor. So there's this clip, you know, put out by Project Veritas. And I guess, you know, everybody's like, Project Veritas. But that's a very common thing on the Internet, right? Attack the source. Attack the source. Well, who's saying it? Who's saying it? Well, is it true? You know, is it true? So let's investigate. So this lady is saying she had all the shit. Dershowitz fucking stopped her. The fact that uh, the royal family would have been mad stopped her. All this shit stopped her from reporting on this thing three years ago three years ago by the way is when the election was so hmm, coincidence so three years ago election epstein shit was happening and they were like we gotta ixnat ixnat and then epstein couldn't help himself he, in new york he just kept doing it couldn't help himself so he died. they got him again they got him again and this time he's in jail this time he um Tried to commit suicide, quote-unquote, or maybe somebody grabbed him by the throat. Amy Robach tells the story. She tells you all about how two weeks prior to his alleged suicide, uh, Epstein was, um, it said that he tried to commit suicide. But then his lawyer said, no, it was his cellmate. Fucking throttled him. (laughs) And then two weeks later, uh, the guards fell asleep. The cameras went out. A mysterious person came in to see him a few hours before no footage for five hours and then he's dead so you know I, and it's all up and up of course he committed suicide um of course the uh, we should uh, we should believe the inside the 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 narrative that the media is telling us just like we should have believed russiagate just like we should have believed trump being elected ju- uh, not being elected just like we should have believed wmds just like we should have believed them when they scooped the financial crisis oh sorry nope they didn't do that just like when you know they did um, they exposed the thing about domestic surveillance. and oh, No, that was Edward Snowden. Just like when they exposed the thing about Iraq and Abu Ghraib and how we were actually, you know, the way we were killing people was, oh, no, that was uh, Bradley Chelsea Manning. Bradley turned Chelsea. Chelsea Manning used to be Bradley. See, all the stuff is just like whistleblowers. 
whistleblowers. And now whistleblowers are coming after Trump. They won't say who they are. Who are these whistleblowers? They work for the CIA. Who are these whistleblowers? Right? Now suddenly whistleblowers are lionized. Whistleblowers, oh, they're so important. We need them now. Right? Right. So anyway, seems hopeless. Seems like we're, ah, we should despair. What should we do? Set everything on fire? What should we do? I don't know. First of all, I don't know. I think the system itself is, is it broken? Yeah, but it's been broken. Don't you think? I mean, that's what the wire was about, you know, and that's what it's been broken since fucking 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, the whole last century. Okay. So we're, we're past that. It's past broken, right? We're in a sort of postmodern fractured splintered quantum soup phase where anything can fucking happen anything can happen we have no idea um and it's happening things regularity of things is getting to the point uh, where it's unpredictable you know things are not as regular as they used to be things used to be very you know you could kind of count on monday through friday you could count on the press not talking about you know maryland fucking jack kennedy you can you could uh, count on them to not show fdr in his wheelchair you can count you know you can count on them yeah, everybody was kind of in on it together. Now, the veil is being lifted, and the people are seeing that this is what happens. So I don't think there's anything different. It's not like they just started, you know, working together, conspiring the media and power, you know, the elites, or have, however you want to put it. No, it's always been that way. It's just that now we get to see it. We get to get a nice front row view of it. And if anything, it makes great content. Very entertaining. I know the Romans didn't have a front seat on fucking Caesar getting stabbed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, this is amazing. You know how they would, uh, the average Roman would have killed for the amount of access we have into the fucking fuckery of our uh, of the inner workings of our state and culture. But here's the good thing: there's always some good in all of this. The good thing is that, like, look, we're still here. We're not fucking enslaved. We're not in death camps. We're not fucking marching off to war. We're not being marched off to war. We're not be- it's way better than things used to be. It's just that because things are so good, we're spoiled as fuck, and we're just letting shit slide. Shit is sliding way past us. Corruption, war crimes, everything. We're just letting it go because we don't give a fuck. We're eating Big Macs, wearing Nikes. We're fucking wearing Supreme. You know, we're fucking hype beasts looking for the next drop. We're fucking out there. You know what I'm saying? We're fucking trying to get a TikTok that goes viral. We're trying to fucking get some followers. That's what we're doing. You know, we don't give a fuck. So I think at some point, all of this has got to collapse. And I don't necessarily mean society. I just mean this bubble of what we feel is important, what's really important, you know, like, like how things look, the president, the, 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 all the stuff that was like freedom, democracy, these things that when push comes to shove, what really matters is food on the table, fucking health care. Can I pay for the surgery? Am I going crazy? Do, can I seek some mental health help? Do I, can I, do I have an option or do I just have to shoot everyone? You know what I mean? This is where, we are, where we're at, where we're at. More people die of healthcare, uh, of not having healthcare in this country. 50,000 people about die from not having healthcare. More people die from not having healthcare than people who are killed by homicide. About 10,000 people die from homicide. Imagine that. And that actually, you know what? To me, that gives me hope. It gives me hope because America, for as a war machine, killing in, drone striking, fucking smallpox blanket given, you know, runaway slave lynching, fucking a Chinese tear Chinaman take this stick of dynamite into that railroad tunnel, you know, for all the shit that we've done. Genocide. Genocide, goddammit. Everything with a nice foundation of genocide to start it all off for all of that. 
we are murdering less people than are, are than the people who are desperately in need of help. <laughs> there are more people dying of uh, poverty than uh, of murder, and I think that's that gives me hope. That gives me hope. That means that we look. All we gotta do is help those fucking people. The, those fifty thousand people don't have to die. They fucking just give them some health care. They'll be fine. It's those ten thousand people who end up dying. We gotta worry about, and that doesn't seem like that big problem when it's only you know you know five hundred thousand people die every year from cigarette complications. So that's nothing. Nothing is dropping the bucket. Murder, right? The murder, you know? For such a warlike country, I thought we'd be murdering more, way more for all the guns we have. We have this gun crisis, mass shootings, but, you know, not that bad. So what if we could scale back, you know? What if we don't have to kill everybody in the world? What if we could actually just start doing some shit here? What if the people, instead of voting in these fucking elitist assholes who end up just extracting wealth both sides... Fucking vote them out and vote some actual people in who'll do things. That gasp will help people. It'll cut into profits. That's the big problem. We gotta get over this thing where profit is everything. Profit is king. Right? It's gotta be something more than profit out there. Huh? You got something better than profit out there? You got a family? You got love in your life? You got something you believe in? Some values? Come on. Stand up for those. Talk about those. Do that shit. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook, Rojan Kim. Go to RojanKim.com. Sign up for my email list. Find out when I'm doing stand-up next. Do I have any shows booked? No. Don't have any shows booked at the moment, but that changes all the time. It changes all the time. So thank you so much for listening. Until next time.